Macworld Expo 2006 Day 1 with a surprising keynote dedicated to the Mac. <laughs> it was a surprise. <laughs> the next generation of radio, it's the MyMac.com podcast. from the MyMac.com studios, it's your hosts, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry. And while the MyMac.com staff members, all five of them, relax in sunny San Francisco, staying at the very best accommodations that a expense account can possibly afford, the lowly publisher of said site is stuck here in chilly, cold half raining nastyish cold weather with Chad Perry. <laughs> Hi Chad. Yeah, and it doesn't get much worse than that. But <laughs> at yeah. least we've got people there covering the event. Yeah, so. and, and actually we've got five people, a possibly a sixth person is going to be writing something for us. So cool. um it you know, I'm I was really looking forward to this uh the beginning of this Macworld Expo mm -hmm. and so far I'm not disappointed. Um, I've heard from a few people already via email and some people posting at the some of the discussions at MyMac.com that they were expecting more, some great big huge announcement that just mm -hmm. blew people away and they're a little disappointed that they didn't get anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think that this is a disappointment at all. No, and you know one of the things that I'd seen in some of the blog comments on some of the other sites I've been looking at to get the most up-to-date information on it is a lot of folks have been saying you know the hype that surrounds these events raises people's expectations way too high i agree um and i think that's exactly the case that's one of the reasons i try to stay away from the rumors as mac world is drawing near because i don't want such high expectations mm -hmm. i mean just in the last week before they actually announced what's you know what's new I heard 42-inch to 50-inch flat panel HD HD yeah. plasma. I mean, you know, with the Mac OS 10.4.4 built in around a Vive processor, mm -hmm. uh, ranging from like 2,400 to 3,400. Yeah. Uh, and that was Jason O'Grady mm -hmm. who who made that prediction. Uh, I heard the Media Center for Mac Mini, which is the one that I was actually I, that's what I really thought was going to be announced. Right. That I thought that was going to be the holy crap moment. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, you know, I, I've got a Mac Mini, and I'm running front and row on it, all but it doesn't run great on it, right. but it does. Um, and that's hooked up to my entertainment center, so I, I guess I'm still on the cutting edge as far as yeah. <laughs> a media center Mac Mini. Which is always good to know when you're ahead of the curve. So. And, you know, what's nice about this, though, for us anyway, is that we can do our Mac Mod now video, yeah. and we can show how to set that up and show the software that's running on it, and so mm -hmm. that's still viable to do. Because my fear was they're going to do that. And then we have nothing to show. Exactly. Our yeah. Mac Mod is shot. We're like, oh, well, <laughs> this is what you could have done if you've got the crappy Mac Mod or Mac Mini. But if you've got the brand new one, well, you don't need to do all this yeah. running around crap. You can just do it. Uh, um, something came in here. I thought this was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. George Masters. Uh, a lot of you probably don't know who the heck that is. If you remember about a year ago, there was a video file going around the internet, and it basically was a bunch of little iPod minis 
kind of doing this dancing, mm-hmm. flying through the air, all these rainbow colors. And I'm pretty sure I talked about this on the... Somebody's calling us. Who could be calling? Yeah, it looks like John Nemo's calling. Well, let's answer it here. Hello? 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 Yeah, that sounds great. Oh, tell me why it sounds funny to you, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm getting an echo of myself. You want me to break the connection? Ooh. Ah, Let's turn that down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Let me break the connection. Oh, and they hung up. And the thing is, they had no idea we were actually recording the podcast. Because I specifically told John, don't call me on Skype. I'll call you because <laughs> it'll mess up whatever we're doing on the podcast. At the and it looks like he's calling again. Is it? Yeah. I don't hear it. How do you know he's calling? I don't hear it. Popped right out. What? I think that was from before. Ah. Yeah. Right, yeah. We'll try calling him this time. Of course, we are. Wait a minute. It says we're talking. Anybody hear us? Hello. It's kind of like a train wreck in the making, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, let's record a podcast and not be prepared to get a telephone conversation going. <laughs> Here, let's move the mic a little bit. This is going to sound really good to everybody listening. Oh, Ooh, that was very smooth. Yeah, I, well, no, bump, but... I, no, I saw the bump in the meters. It was like boing. Yeah. Uh, we're going to call John this time. Let's see what happens. What's happening is we're trying to get... Uh, to be able to talk to all of our writers at the expo, which is Bakari, David Avery, John Nemirovsky, David Weeks, Roger, Roger Bourne. Bourne. Yeah. Um, it says it's calling, but, you know, and I've said this before, I like Skype, but just, I don't know, for some reason, we just never seem to get a really good connection that well, just. It's, it's sounds... not as reliable as your telephones. No, well, yeah. obviously not. Um, one of the things that Steve Jobs was demoing today is a new podcast feature within GarageBand. Yeah. That it will actually let you, in within GarageBand, from what I understand, to record a conversation that you're having with someone via iChat. Hmm. That would be nice. Very useful. That For us, that's, that's like, wow. Yeah. Uh, I do wonder, though, how, how are we going to listen to whatever they're saying without what they're saying being picked up again through the microphone, mm-hmm. you know, so you get that a little bit of a delay right. there. So yeah. we're probably going to have to wear headphones. It doesn't look like they're picking up. No, I cannot hear you guys. If you guys are talking right now, can you hear us? They're typing. It's kind of it kind of defeats the purpose for a audio podcast to have a discussion with someone that's in text. Yeah, kind of kills it a little I bit. I could try to play the part of Nemo. <laughs> Playing Nemo today. <laughs> <laughs> the part of John Nemirovsky was played by Chad Berry. <laughs> it's like a bad soap opera or something. <laughs> the part of David Everett will be played by Chad Perry. The part of David Weeks will be played by Chad Perry, and making his premiere as Bakari Chavanu. Chad Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets to play me? <laughs> you have to be you. Oh, that's no fun. I don't like being me. I can't hear these guys, so they're doing... Is it turned out? Yeah, it's turned out. Mm, it's turned out. There we go. Oh, cool. Well, look, my, my cell phone's ringing. Let's see who this is. 
Hello. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you on the on the cell phone. Well, it's ringing again. Are you seeing it ring? I don't even know why. Yeah, why don't you let me try to call you? Okay, you know, he's going to try to stop this. He's going to try to call us. I'm going to leave this call until we get you there. Okay. We're actually recording the podcast at this exact moment. Oh, you're podcasting now? Absolutely, right now. Well, am I on the air? Yep, yep. <laughs> I don't think it's picking up the cell phone voice very good. It's a caller there. Hang on a sec. Okay, we're ready for you to call. I, I already said to call. Okay, can you hear us now? No. Wait. Yeah, I don't hear or see you guys. It says you're connecting. Are we missing something? You want to try switching to the... Okay, what would you like to do instead? Um, I don't know. Let's let's switch over to iChat, see if that sounds better. You said, you said try switching to iChat. Well, you have to try it over to... I'm, actually, I'm going to quit out of uh, Skype, so you're not going to see me on Skype anymore. All of our listeners get to sit here and listen to us troubleshoot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got iChat up. Okay, he's on iChat now. He wants us to go to that one. Just quit this thing in one second. Why Waiting for iChat. Waiting for the eye chat. <laughs> Waiting for the eye chat. And they're still not on yet. Get a faster computer. Huh? What? Okay. I can hear you. I can't hear you through the computer because you're not on the eye chat yet, but. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Okay, here comes our song. Ready, Chad? You ready for our song? Waiting for the eye chat. Waiting for the eye chat. Okay, that's our uh, intermission there. <laughs> There's like going to be a bunch of dead spots. The people are going to be listening to this going, "Geez, what is this crap?" Yeah. Yeah. Is it AIM or dot Mac? Oh, there we are. Got you. Okay. Check you now. Ooh, ha ha. Wow, we see you there now. Can we get you on a... <laughs> Goodness sakes. Yeah, and I'm hearing you on my cell phone. I'm going to hang up the cell phone for a minute. Okay, hang up the cell phone and we'll try iChat. Here we go. Okay, you there? Yep. I heard it. Uh, ooh. That was horrible. You guys have what no gain we, on your side. What are we doing? Here? What's in the way? No gain, much pain. And, and, and we gotta go, unfortunately. Okay. So, what do you mean we have to go? He and I have to go. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Unfortunately, uh, Nemo and I have to go. We have a 3.30 appointment. So there's three guys left. Okay. But we can barely hear you. Uh, it's almost like the speaker's aren't on here. Ah, uh, that's weird. This is, up, this is up all the way. Ooh. And we can hear everything else on it just fine. Yeah, well, we can hear you guys. It's not the greatest connection, but I can hear you. Well, maybe you guys need to get in close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Nothing like doing this while we're recording the podcast. Yeah. Huh? Although it might make for great podcasting. We well, never can tell. You kind of get the behind the scenes, what happens usually before we actually do the interviews with people. And this is pretty much it. How much bugginess we have to work through to get you guys a decent interview. So. <laughs> Although Skype usually works much better than this. Someone's turning up the volume there. And they did again. And they did again. And I can almost hear myself talking. Yeah, it's, it's like a musical stuttering stuff like that. We don't all need stuttering. Is anybody there? Yeah, we can sort of hear you. You can sort of hear me? Yeah, but you're really muted. It's the, gain, the gain on your mic is down. Well, it's the power book. No, because if we do other things with it, like have it internally beep, it's plenty loud. Hmm. Actually, I'm not really... No, I'm saying that it's my microphone that you're not hearing through because I'm using the internal microphone on my G4 PowerBook. Okay. Okay. Well, you don't have an eyesight or anything? Not at this address, no. Um, I'll show you guys either here okay. tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not getting on top of this, so I'll say not kind of moderate. Can you hear us clearly? Uh, I wouldn't say clearly. It sounds like you're talking through earmuffs. How about now? About the same. What? About the same. Okay. And we're... Over oh, thirteen okay. and a half minutes into the podcast, and <laughs> how about now? How about now? Sounds about the same. What? Sounds about the same. We are just a high tech, high quality podcast today. Mm-hmm. If you go to your input effect, you can boost the game with the uh, input volume. Yeah, I'm going to do that right now, actually. I just don't know if it's going to have an effect while we're using it. How's that? It's a little bit better, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, that's that's about, about the best I can get it right now. That's, that's good. That's almost tolerable. Cool. You guys, on the other hand, sound like crap. <laughs> How about now? Hold on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, we're connecting from Michigan to San Francisco. You can hear me now. Yeah, I can hear you. Let me turn it down because that was like, wow. Okay, there you go. How's that? How about now? Very good. So I think that's about the best we're going to get it. Okay. I don't know if they're talking to us or other people. So what, what questions do you want to ask us? <laughs> uh, is there a really good place to get steaks around there that you could ship overnight? Is there a really good place where you can get steaks here and ship overnight? Uh, no, no, not in San Francisco. You want to order Omaha steaks. Yeah, exactly. Omaha steaks? Omaha steaks. Yeah, they do really good stuff and they ship. It's okay. You know, it won't kill you. Uh, so, well, we've been talking a little bit about the new products that have been released, obviously. And I'm, I'm not convinced that the auto quality that we're recording in right now is worth a damn, to be honest. But... 
what's it like at the Expo this year? What's the attitude overall? Does everybody seem to be upbeat? Anybody disappointed? What's the buzz? I, I found it to be apathy and despair on the floor. No. I, I don't mean at your house. I mean... <laughs> it's a good buzz. People are people excited. You know, it's it's three to four deep at uh, the Apple uh, Apple booth on the uh, the Intel iMac side. And uh, on the Aperture side, there are guys with, like, three camera bodies and lenses as long as, you know, my lower leg. You know, draped around their neck, and they're asking questions that I don't understand. So I think the aperture is getting pretty good reception. They had your lower leg draped around your neck. The lens was too long. <laughs> you guys might want to introduce who you are because. It, okay, by the way, I'm Dave Every. David Weeks. And David Weeks. And Bakari's on. And Bakari's there. Right here. Oh, hello. Hi. Uh, my, my first question is: Did you get the email that I sent with the picture? Oh, the one talking about uh, David uh, E's hairstyle? Yes. Yes, he was very impressive. He's going to put it on his refrigerator. <laughs> For listeners, I should explain. Um, you know, I'm going to make a blog post of this. All right. Uh, they sent a picture, and, it, and it's the, uh, let's see, it's David Weeks, Bakari, David Avery, and Nemo. And did you notice, by the way, only Bakari and Nemo only get the short name. Yeah. The two Davids, you have to use their whole name. Otherwise, it's like uh, Bakari, Every, and Nemo. Yeah. Makes no sense. Um, and so there's a chair, Shadow. I, I think it's just a chair, the top of a chair behind David Avery. Well, it's actually just, I think it's the head shadow or something. But, yeah, it definitely makes me look like I got something going. Yeah, it, it look, he looks very much like either kid or play from the 80s. With the, with That's what I'm doing. And this is David Weeks. I didn't know that you're recording direct to disc, so I'll have to restrain my normally rambunctious personality and put on a more business-like, you know, demeanor. <laughs> nah, let it all rip. We don't care. Okay. <laughs> what they do? Yeah. So no, the editor on the floor is is good. The uh, like the Apple booth is packed. Um, mm -hmm. People are uh, you know zooming from place to place. You know, I saw one guy carrying more handouts then you know he could he could, he could barely can very carry carry them all and uh it's it's got the regular mac world buzz it's a good show uh question for you uh david weeks i, I have the uh your hands-on impression of the new what the heck is it called again the macbook pro. macbook pro um significantly lighter or heavier than an uh aluminum g4 or can you really tell a difference you're asking Dave Weeks. What happened is you misedited that. That was from me to Dave Every, but I sent it from his email account. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'm so, supposed to know that? <laughs> um, One David sent it from the other David's email address, and I'm supposed to know that. <laughs> you should have known that. I sent you an email after that that said, by the way, you it was misaccredited. But it doesn't really. Um, I picked them both up, and it feels like it's about the same way. It's real hard to tell about is it? Um, the whole bottom felt hot to the touch, but it wasn't burning to the touch, which yeah. sometimes a power book will do. Yeah, but that's being used pretty aggressively, I would think, on the showroom floor. Yeah. So a heat issue, I would imagine, it'd probably be a little less than in real-world use, no? It would probably be less than what? I think it would be at its most. It's used, being used really aggressively. 
Yes, exactly. So in real world use, do you think it would probably be a little cooler than it is there on the showroom floor? It might be, but the, the gadget is when people use it on the lap, it gets a little less ventilation. But your lap works as liquid cooling and helps kind of cool it down. So it's hard to say. It may be a little cooler. Um, either way, it felt like it was a little cooler than some people have described aluminum book, TI book, and it was definitely cooler than that. And it was... It was warm all over instead of like on a titanium where it'll be hot in just one spot. Your lap acts like a liquid cooler. That no, kind a liquid of, cooling device. A liquid cooling <laughs> device. That's kind of chilling, actually. <laughs> That's That doesn't sound nice. <laughs> but you're pumping blood through your legs, and it takes heat and radiates it through your body, so it actually helps cool the computer a little bit. Okay. <laughs> the, cost is, the cost is to your lap. Well, our, our connection is just atrocious, um, and I really don't know how much of this is actually being recorded that's half usable. So my suggestion is for you guys to possibly get together on your own, create some kind of an audio file. One person acts as more of a moderator and then just send me an mp3 with whatever you get and I'll edit it and input it in tomorrow's podcast. Do you have any audio recording tools? Microphone Pro or, you know. GarageBand. We can see if we can do that. Okay. Well, uh, drop me an email if it's possible. Yes. We'll do that, but shoot us a list of questions that you'd like to have answered. Okay. And then we'll, we'll kind of use that as a partial script and open that. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Okay. And, and take it easy. All right. And let's get out of there because it just sounded horrible. Yeah, unfortunately. We apologize for that. Yeah, well, you know, number one, I was expecting them to call a little bit later. Well, number one, I wasn't expecting them to call us at all. Really? I was expecting us us to to call call them them because, excuse me, I specifically said, don't call me, I'll call you, because I knew Mm -hmm. that would happen. We'd be in the middle of something, and we'd either have to completely start over Mm -hmm. or try to edit and heck with it. So the listeners got to hear exactly what it's like when we're trying to do an audio interview. Yeah. As great as the new technologies are out there, and and I'm hoping that the new GarageBand addresses some of this, being able to communicate like that and yeah. record it and it sound good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know, most podcasts don't sound good when it comes to interviewing over Skype or iChat, and that last was on Unless iChat. Unless you've got the Pixel Quarter back you up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and then you're talking a lot of money. Right. And... Uh, I, you know, I don't know. It I, To me, it sounded horrible. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do? Yep. That's what we run into sometimes. So That's right. Let's uh, listen to our sponsors here for just a moment while Chad and I collect our thoughts. If you're a Mac user and you need a hosting service for your website, why would you want to host your site on anything else but a Macintosh? Anotech has been hosting the MyMac.com website for over seven years, and we wouldn't have it any other way. Are they the cheapest web hosting company in the world? No. Do they offer the largest amount of server space of bandwidth in the world? Of course not. 
but with InnoTech, you don't get pie-in-the-sky false promises, just the best customer service, the most popular hosting service plans, and everything running on the latest Apple Macintosh server gear. Check them out at www.innotech.com backslash MyMac for special pricing. That's www.inno-tech.com backslash MyMac. InnoTech, the trusted web server of MyMac.com for over seven years. That's like 49 dog years. Were you lucky enough to get an iPod for Christmas? If you did, now maybe you need some accessories. This is Dawn from Small Dog Electronics. We're the largest Apple dealer in New England, and we've got iPod accessories coming out of our... Oops. <laughs> we've got a lot of iPod accessories. Like the Small Dog Groove Cube, a portable pair of speakers for your iPod, which cost only $29.95. Or the HipPod, a hip-attaching carrying case with external speakers for $25. Stay warm this winter in a Burton iPod jacket... For the family, maybe it's time for a home theater system. We bundle a Mac Mini, THX sound system, and an LCD projector. It's adjustable up to 300 inches diagonal for only $1,400. Hello, this is Berkey from Small Dog. Check us out online at smalldog.com or come visit us at the Small Dog Showroom in Waitsfield, Vermont, on the way to Sugarbush and Mad River Glen. And uh, we're back here. Actually, I'm by myself because... Chad's indisposed of at the moment. He doesn't know that I've resumed the podcast, so we'll get to hear him walk in. Surprised. Uh, before uh, our Macworld counterparts telephoned us, I was talking about George Masters, and uh, he did that really, really cool iPod Mini um, video. It was just, it was fabulous, and he, he uh, did it to the soundtrack of Tiny Machines, that song. It's just fantastic, and uh, that's actually the name of the video is Tiny Machines. Hi, Chad. Hey. Um, started so, without me, huh? Started without you. Couldn't wait. Okay. Um, so t- he, he did this video called Tiny Machines. Do a Google search for Tiny Machines, and you'll find it. It's just a fabulous video, and he sent us an email and basically saying that he's going to be at the Macworld Expo and uh, wondering if uh, we'd be interested in coverage from him at the Mac mm-hmm. World Expo, and I said, yeah, absolutely. So That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, uh, hopefully he got to meet up with some of the other MyMac writers, and uh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got no problem. We've actually got another new writer who's going to do debut next week, and he's from Germany. Mm-hmm. I don't have his contact information with me right now, and I don't want to mispronounce his name, so I'll just leave it at that. But it, it's, it's going to be really neat that we're going to have someone from continental Europe Mm-hmm. writing for us now. Yep. We've already got two people in England, in the mm-hmm. UK, and we've already got one person, Carmel, down in Australia. Yep. All we're missing now is someone from China and Japan. Yeah. That's So here's an open invitation. If you live in uh, China or Japan and you are a Mac head like Chad and I and everybody else at MyMac.com, we'd love to hear about your experiences, mm-hmm. what the Mac scene is like over there, and if you're looking for a home just to... You know, write a few articles, maybe do some product reviews. Let us know. Just send an email to me directly, which is publisher at mymac.com or just simply tim at mymac.com. They both come to me. Yep. It's kind of nice being able to go in and create email addresses on the fly. Just I just jump onto my web email. I have administrator control over the entire mail server. Mm-hmm. And I think I can, I can create up to like... 
500 email addresses. <laughs> so, you know, when a new staff member comes on, I give them an email address if they want it. A few don't. Mm -hmm. uh, I can make it so they can pop their email address or it can auto-forward to an existing email address, mm -hmm. which I think yours does. Mine does. Mine auto-forwards. To your Comcast home address. Yep. So you don't have to check two different email addresses, and, mm -hmm. you know, because that can be a pain. Yeah. Um, so if you guys want to reach me, you know, reviews at mymac.com, that comes to me. Mm -hmm. uh, PR at mymac.com comes to me now still. Uh, that used to go to somebody else. Yeah. But uh, so, you know, we're always looking for new writers, and I know there's a lot of people out there who feel they could probably be a writer, but they just don't know how to get started, so they start their own mm -hmm. blog. They don't get very many readers. They get a little frustrated that what they're saying really isn't being read by anybody, and they mm -hmm. give up. Or there's there's people out there that's never even tried, but they kind of feel like they maybe they could be a writer. Mm -hmm. I would probably put Donnie into that last group because it was an invitation they heard from us that, you know, mm -hmm. he actually submitted something and it was really good. And now Donnie is one of our more prolific writers at the site. Right. And uh, Bakari is another example that somebody that, uh, you know, mm -hmm. he, he had his own website, which is really good. And uh, now he's writing for us. And to a larger audience. So yep. if you're looking to, to write to a larger audience, this is a good opportunity for you. We're not going to do it a full hour today, but we do want to get a little bit more into the Macworld Expo stuff. Yep. So GarageBand has a new feature that you can do podcasting from. Mm -hmm. iWorks has been updated. Now there's a new spreadsheet type of application in there. I really haven't gotten into that too much and, mm -hmm. and seen what that's about. Yeah. And a lot of people were expecting Apple to release a part of iWorks that is spreadsheet. And a lot of pundits were basically saying, if they do that, that's really going to tick Microsoft off, and they're going to skedaddle. But then Microsoft came out and said they're going to be supporting Office on the Mac for another five years. A so. minimum of five years. Yeah. And they they basically said they're very committed to the Mac. Let, let's Microsoft's in this for the money. Right. And... If they can make money on the Mac platform, and they obviously are, mm -hmm. they're going to continue supporting it. Well, and obviously see that they're going to be making more. So, so we have a brand new iMac, and it's 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 not an iMac G5, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's just, I, is there a special designation for it? I'm it's not a sure. Intel Dual Core processor, but I don't know. Yeah, if that, any that, other let me jump on name. Apple while we're because I, I am kind of curious on because before it was the iMac G3. Well, it was the iMac. Mm -hmm. And then you had the iMac G4. Then mm -hmm. you had, but the iMac G5 it had G5 in the product name, mm -hmm. iMac G5. So I'm wondering if the uh, iMac with the Intel processor is called just iMac, or is it you know, some weird designation? It's mm -hmm. loading. What's really weird is Apple's using graphics on the website now, which is all mm -hmm. QuickTime enabled. Yeah. So you get this. It's basically like an animated GIF, but ooh, mm -hmm. it's very smooth. Yeah, it is. And it looks nice. Uh, it is using the Intel Dual Core. And here's another problem, though. I'm trying to scroll while that graphic mm -hmm. thing's going crazy. The new iMac, uh, two times faster, twice as amazing. And here it is at a glance. Oops. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's weird. It's it's not. It's that graphic that they're using is really Make it a little chunky on the scrolling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, iMac at a glance, up to two gigahertz. Intel Core Dual Processor. Uh, I thought it was Dual Core, but I guess it's Core Dual. It just doesn't roll off the tongue very no. good. Uh, click and squeeze. Uh, it's got the Minnie Mouse. Uh, 17 or 20 inch, same as before. Same design as before. Um, PCI Express ATI Radeon 
X1600 graphics processor. I don't know what the specs is on that. I'd like to get in there and look at that a little bit more. Blah, 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 blah. Um, everything else looks pretty much the same. Other mm -hmm. than it is running uh, <clears throat> Mac OS 10.4.4. Yes. So that's always cool. Um, same prices, too, which is surprising. And it's available now, I believe. Yep. It's gone on sale. Now, the, you know, I understand that they changed the name from PowerBook to MacBook Pro. And I kind of understand the reasoning behind it because they're not using the PowerPC chip anymore, thus PowerBook right. really doesn't. But I've heard both pro and negative. Mac Pro, MacBook Pro. What do you think of the name? MacBook. Eh, it doesn't trip over the tongue very well. No, but is that because you're not used to it, or do you think it's just not... I mean, PowerBook to me was just a great name. Mm -hmm. It's a little, eh, probably we'll get used to it, I'm sure. We're going to have to get used to it because we're going to be saying a lot MacBook Pro, MacBook Pro, MacBook Pro. Yeah. I, you know, I think it's probably just going to be called MacBook when it's the, oh, when think, it replaces the iBook. Yeah. I think the, I think MacBook Pro is going to be the PowerBook line mm -hmm. and plain old MacBook is going to be, no, they could still use the iBook designation because it doesn't have power in there anywhere. Right. So I think iBook is probably going to keep, because Apple loves those i names. Mm -hmm. um, I'm almost surprised they didn't call this something like uh, iMac Book. <laughs> that would have been kind of weird. Or the iBook Pro. The iBook Pro. No, well, that that would have worked too. Yeah. Um, I mean, why even put the Pro at the end? Why just well, call it the MacBook? Well, he he Steve Jobs in his keynote, and I haven't had the opportunity to watch it yet because everybody's hitting that, and it's yeah. just too choppy to even enjoy. I tried to, and yes, it's very choppy. They wanted to put the the name Mac back into their product line. Yeah. So iBook doesn't have the Mac right. name in there. So maybe that's going to be the iMac Portable or iMac Book or I don't know. How about the Lap Mac? Lap Mac. Oh, that would be horrible. <laughs> that sounds like a stripper or something. <laughs> Lap Mac. But just not a female stripper. Yeah. That that would be a male stripper, wouldn't it? <laughs> so those are the the two big hardware announcements. Apple also released an FM. Uh, component to iPod. It's right. it's basically a remote control for your iPod that you can also listen to FM stations on. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Griffin Technologies. Yeah, I've got one right here. The uh, Griffin iFM. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it. and it has a microphone in it. <laughs> yeah, and you can record with that one, yeah. so that's even better. Um, have you used it yet? Or I played with it a little bit. The FM reception is very good. Um, the Microphone is not very good. I held it right next to my mouth and tried to record, and even then it was very muffled. So the microphone needs a little work as far as uh, probably needs a little bit bigger space for the for the uh, receiver on the microphone so it'll pick up a little more sound. Other than that, uh, the FM function works fine on it. Um, one of the other things that was updated today, iLife went from iLife 05 to iLife 06 iTunes was updated. Part of the new iLife one, and, and iTunes is part of iLife, kind of, but not really because it's free and you mm -hmm. have to buy iLife. Yeah. But uh, there, from what I've seen, iPhoto got some uh, pretty good updates. iDVD is now supporting third-party DVD burners, which I think is a huge bit of news because up to this yes, point, if absolutely. you had iDVD, you could only use the standard Apple... Uh, super disc to, to to burn with. 
the only other option you had is you, there were some third-party software patches out there. One of the ones that I used was Patchburn when I installed Panasonic 108 uh, DX. And uh, I had to go find this application online called Patchburn to allow me to use it because it was a third-party yeah, DVD. Yeah, and, and I understand why Apple did that for a while, but at this point, I think DVD burners are so ambiguous that it, it's yeah. time to support the third-party burners. Absolutely. So I'm glad that they did that. And it, by the same token, almost every Mac ships with a DVD burner at this point, so why not support the third parties for those people who aren't going to be updating their Macs anytime soon and can probably pick up a external DVD burner. So yep. that's nice. I'm glad Apple finally did that. iMovie got some updates. I really haven't looked at that yet to see what that consists of. Um, mm -hmm. I'll do that before we record tomorrow, and we will be doing another podcast tomorrow and possibly on Thursday. Um, I don't know. Do you, are, are you disappointed with this Macworld so far as far as Apple products alone is concerned, or do you think it's pretty positive, all good? Oh, I think it's positive, and I think the other thing is they're leaving themselves space. I mean, I think one thing we saw last year is that we saw <clears throat> some fairly big releases at Macworld Expo 05, but then we saw at some of the other conferences throughout the year more releases. I mean, we saw the Rocker in Paris. We saw the Video iPod a little later. The iPod Nano. The iPod Nano. So I think what you're going to see is you're going to see probably the Mac Mini or the... Uh, the old PowerPC platforms get updated at different expos throughout the year. You know what's kind of surprised me was that there was no announcements on running multiple operating systems on these Intel Macintosh machines. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is an Intel... It's an Intel chip. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so could you, with the new iMac, could you load Windows on it? Nobody has any information on that yet because obviously right. these machines are brand new. I'm very interested in that. I'm, I am almost convinced, though that Apple is going to retard that capability in the consumer-level machines but give you that option in the Power Mac machines. Yeah, but Whatever the replacement for Power Mac G5 is, which mm -hmm. if they're getting rid of the Power name, I don't know what the Tower yeah. Macintosh is. It'll probably be Tower Mac. I mean, that, yeah. I hope not. That's horrible. But um, I, I bet that's what you're going to get for your money if you get... It'll be the Mac Pro. Yeah, the Mac Pro. You'll be able to get uh, the. You'll have the ability to run multiple operating systems. You could run Win Windows. You could run Linux. Mm -hmm. You could run uh, the Mac, and yeah. obviously you can run Unix because that's mm -hmm. what the Mac base is based on. So yeah, but um, I don't know if Apple's going to offer any support for people who are running Windows if they have Windows problems or Linux problems. I've had people email me saying, "Man, this is really going to tick Microsoft off if." you can buy a Macintosh that will run Windows. And I said, why would that take Microsoft off? That's They're going to sell more of their operating system. Yeah, that's right. more more customers for their OS. Um, it would probably tick Microsoft off is, off is if Apple made it so you could just simply launch a Windows application within the Mac OS without having Windows installed right. and it just worked. That would probably make them a little upset. Yep. But I don't. I don't really see that happening because there's a lot of underlying technologies, ActiveX Windows and stuff like that, mm -hmm. on Windows that there's just nothing like that on the Mac, and right. it's not a core technology of the microprocessor. It's part of the operating system. Mm -hmm. So I do think that the the Pro Mac line of desktop machines is going to be. That's where you're going to hear about dual boot and all that. Mm -hmm. And I think Apple's going to maybe try to keep it exclusive 
to the higher end machines. Yeah. Otherwise, quite honestly, they don't want to cannibalize sales for the higher end machines because those are financially marked up much higher than the consumer level iMac and mm-hmm. iBook type of stuff. Yeah. So, all in all, I think so far this has been a really cool Macworld Expo. I'm looking forward to what all the third parties are releasing this week. Mm-hmm. Um, already we have been posting. I know a lot of people, I've actually got two emails on this. A few people have said, hey, what's going on? You've got some press releases up there on the blog site at MyMac.com. There's so many new products coming out. The ones that I saw that was of interest to me, I actually mm-hmm. posted them on the blog side. Mm-hmm. Why? Why not? Because you can. I can. That's and what blogs are for. Yeah, and I just I just copied and pasted right out of my email, mm-hmm. and it's just trying to help our readers a little bit. These are the these are the updated programs or new releases that I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. I've got one up there from Roxio, Rad Tech, Newer Tech, OWC, and Extreme Mac. Mm-hmm. And I thought these are these are kind of things that I'm interested in, so I'll post them up here. Um, I'm not going to do that for every company and every new product that comes out, but right. and if I get a couple more that sounds interesting, I'll post them up on the blog site as well. But it's not going to be the norm. Mm-hmm. It's just during the key, the the MacWorld excitement, MacWorld Expo. So yep. um, this is gonna we're gonna keep this one short. Chan and I both have a lot to do. And uh, we're going to do a little bit more studying on all the new Apple announcements that was made and some of the third-party announcements. Uh, Of course, the Macworld Expo isn't just about Apple. It's -hmm. about all these other third-party companies. Right, and hopefully tomorrow we'll have some good input from uh, the folks that we have on site, maybe some audio stuff that we can drop into the podcast to talk about some of the booths that they've gone to visit as well as their impressions on Macworld Expo. And I, defi- and I did definitely uh, ask them specifically to take a look at some of these other uh, sponsor, <laughs> these other booths from <laughs> smaller companies. Let's get the word out about some of these products. And I'm very, very interested because, let's be honest, as great as the Mac is, as great as their software and hardware is, if there wasn't a robust community of third-party developers... We wouldn't be using the Macintosh. That's right. And we need to pay a lot more attention to those third-party companies, and that's really what Macworld's about. Apple gets the first day. Tuesday is all about Apple. Mm-hmm. Wednesday and Thursday is all about the smaller developers. Yep. And the larger ones, including Microsoft. Microsoft has a very compelling, from what I understand, competing product against, uh, what's that new? Front Aperture? Row. No, Aperture. Aperture. Mm. They've got a Aperture, some people are calling it Aperture Killer, I don't know. Mm. But there's actually a demo that you can download online. I plan on going out there and checking it out, but I'm not a professional photographer, so neither one of these programs are anything that I'm going to use on a daily basis. Yeah. But if you are a professional photographer and you haven't heard the news yet, Adobe has a demo, and I, I've heard it's pretty good. I can't tell you what the name of it is offhand because mm-hmm. it just came to me as we're recording. Mm. But we'll uh, we're recording on the podcast, and oh, you know what we need to do? What? Let's uh, let's find out who won last week's contest. Oh yeah, we've got our contest winner for uh, the iRock keyboard. Yep. Um, scrolling down here because I want to. Boy, look at all the stuff that's posted at mymac.com mm-hmm. right now. This is this was for the iRock USA's KR6810M. It's that lighted keyboard that I've been talking yep. about. I've actually started writing my review. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a perfect keyboard, right. and uh, it's got a few things missing that I would like to see addressed in the future, mm-hmm. including uh, volume yeah. and including uh, being able to plug something USB into it. Yeah. But the winner this week was 
Larry Winward from Manchester, New Jersey. And he's got his phone number listed, so we're going to call him on the cell. I'm, I don't think this is going to sound the greatest as far as, you know, listening to what this sounds like. Uh, make a little noise so nobody can hear what the number that I'm dialing, Chad. Uh, let's all go to the expo. Let's all go to the expo. Uh, let me make sure I dial the right number. Okay, that looks right. Calling. So we're going to see if Larry's home. Okay. It's probably busy. <laughs> or he's probably not home. Well, he's in New Jersey, so it's after 7 o'clock p.m. He should be home. Yeah. If you don't answer Larry, you don't get it. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Hello. Hi, is Larry there? That's me. Hi. Hi, how are you, Larry? I recognize the name. <laughs> The, the name? Yeah, on my call ID. So you know what this call's about? The keyboard. Hey, yeah, you got it. <laughs> you got it. We're actually recording the podcast right now uh, for posting later on, and you are the winner of the keyboard. Hey, very good. Congratulations. Very good. Thank you. What do you think about the expo so far? Uh, Macworld. Yep. Uh, well, you worked my eye light for six already. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the other stuff looks nice, too. But, you know, I just, my power Mac and laptop and everything's not that old. So, you know, kids just like buying new stuff. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm a firm believer of never buying the first generation of a new computer right. system. And so I, I'll let other people be daring and buy the new uh, Mac. What is it called again? Jeez, I keep messing this up. MacBook. The MacBook Pro. MacBook Pro. Yeah, Thank you, Chad. Tough time with that too. <laughs> yeah, it it just doesn't roll off the tongue very easily as PowerMac oh, does. Tongue tied with PowerMacs and PowerBooks and iBooks and yeah, this goes on. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we've got your ad address there in uh, Manchester, New Jersey. We'll forward that information to our contest sponsor, which was, Chad, IROC USA? IROC USA. And we'll get you out that keyboard. I enjoy mine. I hope you enjoy yours. Uh, it's a pretty neat keyboard. Um, and best of all, you don't have to pay a dime for it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, someone actually recognized it. <laughs> I was thinking that maybe he was going to say, it, uh, this is so-and-so, like is somebody at work or his brother or something. Or, yeah. You know, <laughs> I thought, he doesn't know this is really me. <laughs> he did. <laughs> now, he said he recognized the name. I wonder, on his caller ID, that's what he said, right? Yeah. Well, then my phone must say who I am when I call, but this is a cell phone. I didn't know cell phones do that. When Some I dudes. when I get a call at my house, it almost always say, say cell phone. Mm -hmm. You know when when my well, and that's what I get on my uh, on my um, your cell, your answering machine. Yep. Or no, not answering machine. Caller ID. The caller ID always just says cell phone call. Yeah. Now my cell phone itself will say when you call. But well, but that's usually only if you have if them in your yeah, and if I have them in my actual directory. And yes. if you don't, it just has a phone number. Yeah. Well, he must have some very high tech equipment. Yeah. There he does. Because he knew who I was. <laughs> <laughs> so he saw him and went, yeah, I won. <laughs> well, congratulations, Larry. Um, you know, you know what and I think thanks I'm, for listening to the podcast. Absolutely. Um, I think that I'm going to maybe contact a company or two uh, before Thursday mm -hmm. and uh, see if we can get into the contest this week. I love giving stuff away. Yeah. Especially if it's stuff that I don't have to pay for to give away. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, Oh, by the way, somebody had emailed me and asking if I was, in fact, going to get a 
uh, iPod video, video iPod, because I mentioned that on the last show. I got and voila, one. it's here. Yeah, and we'll talk about that later in the week. I know it's been out for a while, but this is the first time that Chad or I have had the opportunity to look at one. Other than in the uh, Apple store. Yeah, and that really doesn't count. Yeah. And I got a black 60 gig. This is the first iPod that I've actually been able to fit all my music on. And, you know, I started with the, what is it, what was it? I believe it was a 10 gig iPod, my first one. Mm-hmm. No, no. Well, was it? It was the second generation. Maybe it was a 20 gig. It may have been. I forget. Yes, yeah, so it was a 20 gig. Mm-hmm. And then I got a 40 gig, mm-hmm. just not very long ago. Yeah. And now I have a 60 gig. <laughs> so according to how I'm going, the next one will be an 80 gig before I finally get the 100 gig iPod. <laughs> but I can fit all my music on here, which is 8,400 and some songs. And video quality is great. It is very impressive. I downloaded a U2. Uh, well, you know what? We'll get into that later in the week. Uh, let's get out of here. I hope everybody's enjoying all the news about the Macworld Expo. We will be back uh, tomorrow with a new pi- podcast. Thank you to Innotech.com. And thanks to Small Dog Electronics. Congratulations, Larry. Because it's so dependable, so sensible, so beautiful. Oh, it's the only one for me. There's never a need.